Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Football season can get a little hectic from grabbing snacks for the tailgate to fueling your kids for practice. Experience drone delivery with Wing. Get fast, safe, and eco-friendly delivery in 30 minutes or less. Now in select neighborhoods in Dallas-Fort Worth. To see if Wing has landed in your neighborhood, visit wing.com slash Texas football. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days, and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high-quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance. Really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of those places, or you'll just the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local, mediocre internet show. I am sitting here in this chair, sitting over there across the table in what is the Greg Powers Memorial Power Zone. It's back. She's a Duchess of Dorks. She's Miss 305. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. Happy. Um, oh, Friday. It is Friday. It doesn't feel like a Friday. No, it's because we've only done two shows. We had yeah. a big meeting on Wednesday. I was out Monday doing out Monday. I was. I took Crudo Monday off yeah. like a hero. You yeah. Know, so. No, it doesn't feel like a Friday. I'm no. glad it's a Friday, though. I, too, am glad that it's Friday. Today is Friday. We just talked about that. <laughs> February 16th, 2024. It is 286 days Thanksgiving. Happy birthday. Happy early birthday to my wife. My wife? Yes. 
My oh, wife. Yes. My wife's birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We're going out to dinner tonight. Nice. Um, my mom's birthday was Monday. Yeah. We didn't have a show, so I couldn't say anything, but happy birthday, Trish. Happy birthday, Trish, um, and happy birthday to my wife. We we are going to dinner tonight because what I realized in like making dinner reservations mm-hmm. is that everybody and their freaking dog, if they didn't go to dinner on Wednesday, is going to dinner on Saturday. Saturday. Makes sense. Going to dinner Saturday. Like, reservations were impossible to come by. Yeah. But Friday night, for some reason, it's like, yeah, do whatever you want. You want. So, um, yes, we are nice. going to dinner tonight. Happy birthday, honey. Um, it's episode 1,732. On today's show, folks, Matt Stepp caught up with the head coach of the reigning 4A Division One State champion, Anna Coyotes, Seth Parr, as they make their leap up to Class 5A. We will hear from him. And then back half of the show is Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. We're answering your questions about high school football, college football recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, all of those things. Get them in the comments, Facebook and YouTube. We will get to as many as we can coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? Um, we sure do. It was multi computer. You have two computers and a, a phone. Soundboard and a phone. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on over here. There's a lot going on. Um Jerry Massey, T J Hudson, Daniel Agnew, and Aaron Arbuckle. Welcome in friends. Welcome in friends. We do thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. A couple of weeks ago, Matt Stepp spent a little bit of his day talking with the head coach of the reigning 4A Division I state champion, Anna Coyotes. Coach Seth Parr, uh, of course, them making the leap up to Class 5A will be a challenge for them, but plenty of firepower coming back for those Coyotes to believe that they can uh, run it back uh, up there in Collin County? Mm. Ooh, no. No, no way. Absolutely no way. Collin County. Really? Oh, my gosh. That's right. Collin County. Darn. Here's Seth Parr from Anna here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Back here at the DFW Coaches Clinic here with the head coach of the 4A Division I state champion, Anna Coyotes, Coach Seth Parr. Uh, coach, first off, congrats on being a state champion and appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for what you do for high school football. I know you hear that all the time, but getting everybody out there and making everybody interested and keeping everybody engaged, it's great for our game and uh, we appreciate what you do. All right, Coach, first we're going to look, look back at uh, last year, obviously a special, special year in, in Anna, Texas, first ever state championship. Um, you guys, unbelievable. I was a little worried because the, the first game I went to, you guys lost in like seven overtimes against Salina. I thought it might be bad luck for you guys, but you guys got it done against a really good Chapel Hill team. And, and looking back, just how special was this group of seniors in this 2023 season to you and the community? Well, it's just something that's been building for three years. I really thought we had a, a great chance to win this, and sometimes you get this group and you're like, you don't get very many of them. So I've known over my last couple of times getting the four rounds in is that we had to do something, and this group was very special, and and uh, we kind of changed our practices a little bit in the uh, playoffs, and they overcame a lot of things, and and uh, really, really a great group of kids, and ended up, uh, you know, pulling it out. All right, now for those who don't don't know your background, you are. Plain, Plainview alum, and, and I know I heard I heard some stories about you slinging it around back at Plainview in the day. You, you were an offensive guy uh, by, by trade, but really it was your defense, I thought, that in the, in the playoff run especially, they just took it to another level. How, how you know, 
for you as an offensive guy watching your defense play, it's got to be it had to be really nice feeling to know that your defense is going to go out there, get stops, and give the ball back to your offense time and time again. They were they were really, really in my opinion, really were the star of the show at the end of the season. They they were an amazing group. Yeah. Well, being an offensive guy, and being the head coach, you learn that. Uh, you know, when I was at Caprock, we had to score every series. So when you have a great defense, take some pressure off the offense. So we had to learn how to play a little bit different this year because our defense was really so good is that we learned how to take the air out of the ball. And we don't really care how much we score. We just want to win and be really efficient. Our defense, uh, we take it personal when people in the air raid, that people say that you can't play defense in the air raid offense. I don't know why. I mean, I think that's a lot of excuse for a lot of defensive guys that uh, don't stop anybody. So we take that personal. And guess what? They can go three and out just like we can go three and out. So uh, I was really proud of our guys. They, they're they very physical. Coach Ramos is an unbelievable coach. And all my defensive staff did really uh, a great job of preparing. And, um, you know, that was they were the star of the show. And we, we really – um, you know, kind of fed off of them, and but they're all gone. So uh, now, yeah. now, now it's depressing. Yeah. So, uh, but it was fun. Yeah. And, and you know what? I, I I'm I'm a football analyst. I'm not a smart football analyst, but I feel like if you give up zero points, you're gonna win a whole lot of football games, right? It was a great one. All you had to do is score two. Yeah. That's why I tell my defense coordinator all the time, we win two zero. You'll take it, right? That's right. All right, now, Coach, let's, let's first let, let's look at this clinic a little bit. You know, we talk about it a lot. Is We call it mini coaching school because there's so many great speakers, so many great coaches here. For you coming to this clinic, you know, it's it's got to be a nice nice event to be right down the road for you to come in here and just listen to some great speakers and, and talk a little ball with a lot of great coaches. Well, I didn't know what I missed when I was in Lubbock. You know, I'd come every once in a while, but it's hard to get it here from Lubbock and Amarillo. Being Anna. I can get to my house from here, and it's the best clinic that I think they put on uh, for coaches and high school coaches. Uh, you see a lot of people here. I'm about to you know, go talk to some coaches, interview them for jobs for next year, and uh, it's just a great place to meet people and a great place to hear some great lectures. All right, Coach, now let's look ahead to 2024 a little bit. First off, before we get to realignment, let's talk about the offseason a little bit. You know, you obviously I know a lot of people are going to talk about your quarterback coming back, Zyandre Williams, great sophomore quarterback. Chumley's back, you're running back, you'll have some playmakers out wide, good group up front. So offensively, I think you guys are going to be stout. You mentioned you lose a lot of great guys on defense. So other than getting stronger, bigger, faster in the offseason, when you get into skill-specific football stuff, is that what kind of the focus is going to be, is trying to find some of those guys to replace that great senior group on defense? You know, we got to find that's, – that's exactly the focus. We're going in on Monday and we start drills and uh, we're making sure – we're trying to find out where do we put people. Um, it is offensively we're going to be good. We're like a 5A type of offense on defense right now. We are not. So uh, – and but we do have some guys that played there. They've grown up in it. We just got to get them in the right spot and then see what they can do, you know, and uh, give them a chance. And, you'll, and I guess it does help. You had six, six, six extra weeks of practice. So you bring, you know, you bring up your JV kids to practice. That, that kind of helps them get started and get acclimated as you imp- implement those young guys into the varsity program, right? You know, the more times you can do stuff, the better. But at, really, at the, everybody says that. But at the end of the season, you cut way down because everybody's tired of practicing. Yeah. But, and beat up, you know, bumps and bruises, right? But I think them being around it and being around those guys and being around film room and, and study, that's what really helps, you know, helps the younger guys. All right, final question before we get you out of here, Coach. Uh, UIL realignment's coming up Thursday. 
It's always big across the state of Texas. It's it's something we love. Every two years it happens. For Anna, especially this year, it's different because you guys are making that leap from Class 4A to Class 5A. Um, I know it's going to be tough, and, and really in 5A Division II in that part of the area, a lot of good football teams there. How do you approach realignment? Because you guys can go a number of different directions, so you kind of have to kind of wait and see how the district's going to shake out, right? Yeah, you know, we're treating realignment like we're moving cities. Uh, I like it's a new job because that's what it's going to be for us is because, you know, now everybody's going to be a little bit bigger and a little bit faster. If we had last year's team, I would, I would have played anybody with that team, but now we're moving on and we got to find out how to win at this level. Um, you know, so it's a new experience. I don't know which directions because I'm not real good at that. Uh, UI does a good job keeping those secrets, right? They do a great job. And not being from the area, you know, I, it makes sense for us to go with down 75, you know, but then I hear all these other scenarios and, you know, what you do with Argyle, Grapevine, Frisco. You know, I just found out where Colony was driving down here i mean i was pretty amazed that it's pretty close to anna to me you know a lot of stuff in the colony too yeah and so you know everybody thinks travel you know going from lubbock or amarillo you know three hours wasn't long for us we thought that was pretty short here 45 minutes seems a long time everybody's freaking out right and that's right that's right so uh it's different for me i'm just going to enjoy it and then hopefully get some games and uh and then go and start once you get it you know you have to start competing so you know that's all you can do Coach, we'll see you at Birdville on Thursday for UIL realignment. Uh, congrats again on the state championship. Unbelievable season for you guys. And enjoy the rest of the clinic, and we appreciate what you do for student-athletes in the state of Texas. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. There is Seth Parr, head coach of the 4A Division One state champion, Anna Coyotes, talking with our math step. Um, it, what we, this is, we were talking about this the other day on our big meeting. Um Zyandre Williams is is only going to be a junior next year. Yeah, that's insane. Like that was the, that was the thing that like came well, for some reason Anna came up in our conversation. I was like, well, yeah, you know, last year's Zyandre Williams. I was like, no, it's not. Nope, nope, nope it's, um, it's not. It's, uh, it's they got this two year. more. They got and two the more. year after that. Correct, <laughs> correct. Uh, so Anna is not going to go anywhere. Excited to see what they do in five A. We appreciate Seth Parr uh, catching up with Matt Step earlier this month. Yeah. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Stars tape. You can follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Coming up here in just a moment, Help Honda Mailback Friday. We're answering your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, or romance. Get them in on the comments, Facebook and YouTube. But first, a word from these valued partners. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. 
In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance. Really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Wing is the largest residential drone delivery provider in the world. Delivering to your home in less than 30 minutes. Order using an app just like other popular delivery services and Wing's automated drone takes care of the rest. It's fast, safe, and sustainable, and it's now delivering to parts of Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. You can learn more at wing.com slash texasfootball. Again, that's wing.com slash texasfootball. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. All right, Pickle. It's time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score on award-winning Hondas like the rugged and reliable 2024 Honda Ridgeline. You can visit the North Texas Honda dealers today, your local one. There's or one, yeah. you can go to ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. Either way, th- like do it. Go go, go look at the, the, the Honda Ridgeline. And the other Hondas, like we 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 talk about the rugged and reliable Honda Ridgeline, but like all the Hondas are good. Yeah, like but s- we have a favorite. I think, I think you can tell. I but think like, they're all reliable. Is yes. a very oh, good overcast, but Ooh. the Ridgeline being rugged. Like is the is the Honda Accord rugged? It's not. I, it's probably not rugged. It's not. Rugged. It, it, it's Those are sleek. sleek like you're yeah. looking for sleek. Um, yeah. Sometimes you're looking for compact. Sometimes yes. you're looking for like they're all durable, so that doesn't work. But sleek and rugged, like those are two very yeah. different cars. Yeah, I feel like different cars are, yeah, need different first adjectives. Mm-hmm. But all of them are reliable. Go Correct. to ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. It's time for Help Honda Mailback Friday. We're answering your questions about high school ball, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything you got. Give them in the comments, Facebook and YouTube. Um, do we have any of the questions? We do. Okay. Um, can you talk about Plano slash Denton school swap in 5-6A mm. and 6-6A? Could that send Prosper to D2 and Coppell up to D1? Okay, so Plano and Denton school swapped. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you this. Coppell is now going to be D1. Yeah. Like it would be, I, I believe it's locked in that, mm-hmm. that if they make the playoffs, they are D1. They're like the 10th largest school in the state now. The yeah, issue they're up was, there. The issue was that, um, and and now, yeah, because now they're in with uh, with Denton Geyer and, and all those teams. Mm-hmm. They're going to go D1 um, because they are so huge. Um there are big ramifications in, in the um, as far as the enrollments are concerned. 
uh, by lumping in the Allen back in with the Planos, I remember it was a big deal. I want to say two alignments ago when they kind of broke up Allen and the Planos because it was kind of the first time it had ever happened. Right. Um, and also, Allen, those are like some of the absolute largest yes, schools those in are the state. Like the Allen and the Planos are, I think, four of the top eight. Eight, yeah. Or something like that. I think Plano West is like the eighth largest school or yeah. something. Uh, all that is to say that now um, you've got this kind of these enormous schools that you could have there's there's a real chance i want to make sure i get this i think the third largest school in the state could go detail prosper no 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 their largest school in the state overall like if like i think oh, plano is the third largest third largest school, yeah and if allen and plano east make the playoffs i think that's i'm going off memory here mm -hmm. so apologies if that's incorrect but they could go detail you could have a school with five thousand students in it Going in the Division Two bracket, which is exactly why seven A is such a tough conversation. It is a tough conversation, <laughs> like, right? Yeah. There, in and of itself, is yeah, because everything kind of creates its own problem. Uh, it's, it's, it's other problems. I would, uh, I think it's from a competitive perspective, it's it's pretty interesting simply because I am intrigued to see how Denton Geyer does against the Louisville school, specifically Louisville, and then Capello so isn't a Louisville school, mm -hmm. but I want to see how that works out, and then. For Prosper to go back in with the Plano schools, I think they would, they're would they a relative winner in realignment. Yeah, that I think they get away from Geyer and programs like that. Mm -hmm. um, I think that they are, they're a relative winner. I would need to... I do not have... This is just God's honest truth. I do not have the enrollments up right now. I don't think I've got them yet. I, I, need, to, I need to find those because then I can start breaking it down. But I would say that... We have the snapshot numbers. Yeah, on, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, but, I, I, I need to see how it all breaks down. But for Prosper, they are now barring something absolutely crazy going D2, which I think is a big benefit for them. Going mm -hmm. to the Division II bracket, uh, you'll have to deal with, you know, they're in Region 1, which helps too. Uh, so they won't have to deal with DeSoto until potentially a state, state semifinal. semifinal. They may have to do a self like Carroll, which mm -hmm. is no fun. But I would say that overall for Prosper to go to the Division Two bracket, that's where you want to live, um, and that that is a that that would be a benefit for them overall to be lumped in with the larger Plano schools. That, in my opinion, P Prosper is the is better than them right now, mm -hmm. and they should be able to make the playoffs. And and again, barring basically th three of those four teams missing the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They should be going Division Two the next couple yeah. of years. So, yeah. What's next? Um, kind of up in the same vein. Looking at the recent population trends, mm. what's a school that's a sure lock to move up to a higher classification? Their example was Hutto was a two A school in two thousand, and now yeah. they have over four thousand. When I think about this, and maybe this is from being a small town perspective, those like the pre-established small towns really don't mm -hmm. grow that much. They might go up between yeah. like a couple of classifications it's really you gotta you gotta find the metro like the center metro parts of the state and then expand out and those outer banks are what's Huddo's, growing Huddo's a good example of that because they are they're obviously in the austin, austin area but more importantly like you can this is how weird texas high school football is you can just point to one road that was built and be mm -hmm. like oh yeah that's why they're expanding because they have the parkway they have the, yeah they have the what's it called the pickle parkway the pickle parkway that's right uh i just know it as the real fast road i know it as yeah. the fun road yep um the bypass basically around around austin uh but that goes right if you didn't know that goes right 
basically threw her right next to mm-hmm. Hutto. Hutto used to be in the sticks relatively. Now yeah. it's not. Now there's a major thoroughfare that's like right mm-hmm. down the street. So And that, that's, that's also the part. thing that's like super attractive of towns that are growing so big. Specifically, you look at, you know, Anna's mm-hmm. area, like the Prosper area. You look at Brock. It's it's like it's like the me of towns because mm-hmm. it is country and it enjoys kind of the small town uh-huh. life, but you're so close to the big cities that there are concerts, there's sporting events, there's shopping where you don't have to drive 35 minutes to get to a Walmart, mm-hmm. you know, like there's so much stuff that makes it like perfect. And those yeah. are the towns that just keep exploding. I would keep an eye on Salina. Mm-hmm. Huge one. I would keep an eye on Gunner. Gunner is a very attractive place to live. Mm-hmm. I keep telling my and parents and, that they need we, to move up there. <laughs> take a look at and when you take a look at the program, like the way the populations are shifting in the DFW Metroplex. It's all north. Everything's kind of growing north. Mm-hmm. It used to be like I remember. This is um, this is how old I am. I remember covering a game at Prosper when they were a 318 mm-hmm. and like their press box was a literal deer blind. Yep. Like I remember doing that. Um, and now they have the children's health stadium, which mm-hmm. is this massive, you know, uh, uh, you know, megaplex. Another place that I really think up here in the DFW that eventually will start expanding is like the Justin Northwest, mm-hmm. like North Lake area mm-hmm. over there because that area in between Fort Worth and Denton, like the Texas motor speedway area, mm-hmm. Back in my day, when I first started Back coming to college day. up here, there was nothing up yeah. over there. And now it is insane the amount of communities and schools and everything that they're building. So I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing another Brock pop up around that yeah. Texas Motor Speedway kind of area. Yeah, that kind of, kind of Northwest ISD. Mm-hmm. You know, the, they've they've done a you know Northwest ISD when they opened up Byron Nelson, which I think was the new one. No, Eaton. Eaton's Eaton. the newest one. They opened that that one. But I think they've already bonded like another high school. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 exploding um, out there. Uh, other ones that I would keep an eye on just overall. Um, let me see if I can pull this up. As far as the you know, look, like. Alvin ISD mm-hmm. is continuing to grow and con- you know, like they've got Alvin High, they've got Manville, they've got Shadow mm-hmm. Creek, they've got Iowa Colony, but that area is just growing more and more. So that's something to, to keep an eye on. We talked about Anna. They're moving up. That's a that's a, a program to keep an eye on. Um, Frisco just keeps adding schools left yeah. and right. But I'm wondering I'm wondering when Cypress might still yep. get to that point. I mean, because that's the exactly what we were talking about of like land, but they went and built it but it's right over there you know about 45 minutes from downtown houston it's not that far so cyprus i would be interested in what their expansion yeah. plans are if any um let me see if there's any else that i'm just kind of thinking about keep it on the pflugerville area pflugerville's booming mm-hmm. um there's a there's a lot like population shifts are, are, are moving there a lot of people are moving to that part of the world too so mm-hmm. i think um, too uh like the bernie area mm-hmm. the bernie area is really attractive out there next to if you're looking at mm-hmm. other metro mm-hmm. kind of around san antonio yeah um this is your city planner yeah this is (laughs) bread and butter this this is yeah this for me i'm like yeah let's talk about let's talk about public transportation that's a book you could write you could write a a book about like city planning slash high school football i mean that's the thing that's there's a fascinating story to be told about like how text how realignment is just the story of demographic shifts in the Mm -hmm. state of texas and it's just like it's really remarkable to to, to watch and see so anyway uh what's next pickle (laughs) um let's see is there a Dave Campbell's potluck 
who consistently brings the best dish, there is not a potluck, which seems like something that we no, should do. No, it feels like a miss. But we do... We've done a couple of, like, get-togethers. We've got, like, Thanksgiving... Thanks, Thanksgiving potlucks were always the big one. We haven't done it in the past, like, two years, yeah. but we did. Um, I would like to nominate my green bean casserole for being best dish, but I'm also biased. Um, well, green bean casserole slaps. Yeah, absolutely. Not an opinion. Hard stop. Not an opinion. Um... Adam, actually, the president of our company, he, and I always thought this was funny because it was a Thanksgiving potluck, but he does a smoked meatloaf. Yes, he that's does. actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like don't meatloaf say, a lot, don't too. Don't say it like that. Well, I just, it was weird for Thanksgiving was the thing. I mean, every single Thanksgiving, yeah. no, he was okay, like, I've got fine. my meatloaf, you know, and it was yeah. like, uh, yeah. odd, but um, it was very, really good. It was, um... Yeah, um, yeah, we don't do a potluck normally because the thing is, the times that we eat here, it's usually like a Friday night if we're doing like a watch along, or mm-hmm. Thursday night if we're doing a watch along, right? Or it's like, R-P. I know, or not it's to like the watch along. We're working, we're up here working, or it's like the day we send the magazine to press. Which we just do scotch and pie or scotch and ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we don't, I don't know. <laughs> there we go. The answer to your question is our potluck is scotch and ice cream. It really and, is. Um, Tepper I brings bring the, the scotch. scotch, which is the best part of it, it's in great. my humble opinion. I think others would agree that the ice cream is the best part, but for me personally, we need to talk with um, the scotch is the best. We need to talk with China. She's like our director of vibes. Yeah, she's you know our I mean? vibes director. She's our director of vibes. Which is awesome because she's got good vibes just herself. Just generally speaking. Yeah. Yeah, we need to see if she can maybe put something on the calendar. For uh, potluck? Yeah, pot. I mean, I had the, there was the one time, when was it? 21, 22? I think I had everybody over for a barbecue mm-hmm. in my house once. Yeah, and fun. Powers won that one because he brought Chicken Express. He did. He brought a whole box of Chicken Express, and I was like, dude, it was stop awesome. showing me up in my own home. Yeah. Tepper's like, don't worry, but the burgers will be ready soon. We were like, but they already brought the yellow boxes. Yeah, what more exactly. do you need? Uh, all right. We got one or two more? Um, yeah. Are there any new high schools starting varsity programs this year, which may surprise in their first season? Okay. Um, oh, I've actually got the list of the, of the new the new schools. Um, you're listening to live coverage of me sorting yeah. a spreadsheet. Well, I'm getting phone calls, so um, this is going great. Yeah. Okay. So the new schools that are that are opening up that are starting. You to be clear, we're talking about UIL for UIL honors. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like when Lake Belton started they went nine and oh their first year but they but they were they, it was a, it was like a, an outlaw year outlaw schedule a couple programs to keep an eye on lubbock cooper liberty which is gonna make me a little crazy it's so so i believe it's cooper isd out there in lubbock it's not part of lubbock isd so it's cooper isd and that's where you see lubbock cooper the pirates they're opening lubbock cooper liberty <laughs> we'll probably end up calling it lubbock liberty and we'll get yelled at about it, but like that's, or Cooper Liberty, yeah, or Cooper Liberty. But then, but then, but then like, you don't but know the, that it's but there's Lubbock. A Cooper. Cooper, Cooper <laughs> in like Northeast Texas. Yeah, but any person, any other person not from Cooper says it. Cooper. Shout out Cooper. Um, I will keep an eye on them. This is cheating, but I'm fascinated by what the two Wichita Falls schools are going to do. Legacy yeah, because yeah. you're taking two schools, you're taking three, three schools. schools and cramming them into two. Um, I'm interested in that. Fort Bend Crawford. Is starting. I'm interested in seeing what what they what they do. New Caney West Fork, Prosper Walnut Grove, 
They 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 played they played this past year and they played a brutal like varsity schedule mm-hmm. basically not for honors and, and, and they got into like some wild shootouts yeah, with teams they balled yeah like like they can score so mm-hmm. I'm I'm really interested in that. if you talk about one it would be that one and then one of one other one would be Eagle Mountain Eagle Mountain in the Saginaw area kind of south of mm-hmm. Fort Worth uh, South Worth yeah that sounds right North yeah Worth? South Worth uh, sure Fort Worth adjacent. Um, because their new head coach that just broke is, my brain. I don't know. Because their new head coach is Jeremy Mullins, yes, the, who took Toller to a state championship and obviously did big things there. It may take a minute, but I'm, I'm interested in doing them. Also, I'm going to keep bringing this up. We do have some new, uh, some new six man programs. Um, mm-hmm. Pawnee, Pawnee is starting football for the first time since the 70s. Shout out Leslie, they're playing. Um, and then Pretty, P R I D D Y, Pretty. Oh. No, not pretty. Not not pretty. It's pretty. Pretty. Have you ever seen New Girl? <laughs> no, I haven't seen New Girl. Oh God, you just sounded so much like Schmidt when you said. <laughs> I'll show you a clip of Is he Schmidt a generic talking. White guy. Oh yeah, absolutely. He uh, he's very he yes yes yeah um yeah so those are ones those are those are new schools that that I'm I'm certainly keeping an eye on a few of those. All right, you got an ender? Um, let's no. see. No. Mm. Oh God! Who is going to have the best season next year of Lano or Coppell? You can throw Everman in there if you would like. <sighs> Sting them. So Coppell obviously had the best year last year. Like, if you were to rank them, it would yeah. probably go Coppell. Probably Everman Lano. Mm-hmm. Lano struck a lot of injuries. Um, Lano did shout out just win a district in basketball. For like the first time in a long time with boys basketball, Lana Llamas. Um, um, honestly, I don't know. Last year should have been a really good year for Lano football. Not as good as like the 2020 season, but should yeah. have been a good year. A lot of injuries, but a lot of those are now seniors who are graduating. So I don't know what youthful talent Lano has mm. coming up, and that's on me for not doing my research. Um, what was the name of the um? Oh, geez. What was the name of the quarterback they had? Case Kirkendall. Are they out of Kirkendalls? Yeah, because Carson is... The last one. Yeah, he's graduating. One. They've got... Now there's girl Kirkendalls coming up, um, but that doesn't help them for the football team. Can they catch? I'm sure <laughs> they, they could. Throw? The whole yeah. the whole family is very athletic. Yeah. Um, uh, I know one of the girls is like a superstar at cross country, which mm-hmm. is like not surprising. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're out of boy Kirkendalls. The answer, of course, is Coppell. Um, Cowboy fight never dies. Antonio Wiley's got us... Guys, rolling things are going really, really well. I hate wild. that Coppell has a like really cool coach that I really like. Oh no, because it makes this it is so the hard. Worst thing for you, <laughs> I know because is that Coppell has I, suddenly got a glow up uh, from going like kind of boring, also ran program uh-huh. to like super exciting, like fun. like exciting, fun to watch, like a like a a coach who's like who's like dynamic and yeah. stuff. Like yes, it's this is your nightmare. I know. This is your nightmare. Antonio Wiley keeps me up at night. Cowboy fight never dies, folks. Because he's a good football coach. going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Anna, head coach Seth Parr, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. <laughs> we'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.